Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every hundred days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, Surrender Experiments, how are you? I am just ducky. How are you? It's very New York that just came out of me. How are you? How are you? How are you? It's so nice. Oh my God, it's so good to see you because you know where I'm from? Where? Long Island. Is that it? <laughs> I'm from Long Island. All my uh, East Coast people, actually people all over the world know, know exactly what I'm referring to if you've run into one of my kinds out there in the world. But this is not why we're here today. No, but you know what? I do have to publicly uh, whip you for a second. Shame me? I am. I am going to publicly shame you. Okay. And then it'll be over. Mm. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Robert, a couple of weeks ago, I went into your bathroom and I saw a pack of baby wipes, not the flushable kind, the regular kind. And I wrote something on the baby wipes. What did I write? Um, due to counsel's advice, um, I'm unable to answer uh, that question. <laughs> Would you and I, Epstein right I now? am asserting my Fifth Amendment right. <laughs> All right. Did I or did I not write... Do not use in toilet $250 plumber bill. All right. Yes, you did. Now let's stick okay, a no, let's, no, 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 let's no, stick no. a pin in that there because I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna give everybody uh, the perspective of what we're chatting about here. Okay. I'm hijacking your story. You just want to tell you want to paint a picture of how you didn't do wrong, no. but you clearly did. No, 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 no. I'm actually I, I'm gonna be contrite. As okay. they say when it comes here. So she tells me, hey, look, I, I know I know your ass is delicate and I <laughs> and I know that you like to use a baby wipe, but the baby wipes that you have, the ones that you bought 
in the grocery store, you know, because the toilet paper is rations, the baby <laughs> wipes are rations. So I got a baby wipe that is not the typical baby wipe. No, you got a baby wipe. You didn't get a flushable butt wipe. Different. Okay. All right. Technicality, but okay. No, <laughs> definitely not a technicality. So she said, hey, look, you know, these baby wipes, they're basically like, you know, uh, not they're for like flushing. they're paper mache. Okay. You can stick them on a wall. You can create, but you're not going to be able to flush them. So here's where things went sideways. Uh, you didn't listen and you flushed them anyway. All right. That's so where things went sideways. Let's stick a pin in that for a second. <laughs> Fast forward three weeks ish later. To and um, Kim, Friday night. Friday night, getting ready to go out. It's a nice night. Or Saturday night. Saturday. It's a nice night. We're all ready. You know, we've been cooped up, so we want to get out. It's a gorgeous day here. Yeah, we were cooped up in Laguna. Okay. Uh, at the Ritz. So dramatic. <sighs> the Ritz can be so confining when it's not at full staff. Oh my God. So do you see, do people see what I have to deal with? Okay. So, so I come home Saturday night, I make dinner plans. I walk downstairs and my bathroom is flooded. There's black water in the toilet and in the bathtub. And I immediately thought that Rob pooped in my potty and didn't, <laughs> didn't do it right. All right. So <laughs> now, now she, she attacks me ve vehemently <laughs> and says, why did you take a shit in my bathroom? You clogged you the toilet. You potty like it's the poop potty of the house. But then upon further inspection, I looked and I said, I'm safe. The water here, this is not shit water. This is this is black. Are you guys this glad is you tuned black in today? water. Like I've never seen. Didn't smell like poop. It looked like oil. And so I was like, no, there's a bigger problem here. It has nothing to do with me. And so I was like- And then he left. So and then I said, called, no, 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 so no, no, no. I said, I will help you solve this issue. Right. Let me tell you how he helped. He left with his new skateboard to go down to the beach skateboarding and called a plumber on the way and told me he'll be there in a half hour. Okay. That's, I just want to be super clear about how he helped me get through this evening, which I had prepared a Father's Day dinner to take him out for dinner and to do something fun. And he left me with poop water, a flooded bathroom, so he could go skateboard. Okay, okay. at right. the beach. All right, so that's uh -huh. a, it's a minor point, but but so and then, and then the plumber comes and he said, "Oh, the line. There must be something in the line. Let me go check it out." And he opens the little thing I didn't even know we had in our driveway, and he goes, "He baby uttered, wipes." He utters two words that change baby the course. Wipes two words that change and the course of my life. You? Forever. And I texted Rob. I, I, you texted me, hashtag I told you so. I know exactly what you texted it me. It says baby wipes blocked it, hashtag told you so. Okay, so now here I am. I'm five <laughs> minutes away from the house feeling like I solved... I, I solved cancer here by, you know, uh -huh. by basically getting the plumber here in 20 minutes on a Saturday night. And I, you know, I did it. And then I get that text. And so I was like, well, there's no way. I think she's just, she's just trying to come. The guy may have said like, you know, it's blocked up. It could be anything. But oh she, no, he was super clear. But she chose to use baby wipes. So I pull up and the Roto-Rooter guy is out there with the van open. He's got this machine that looks like, you know, like you can, like you could burrow a <laughs> hole underneath the concrete. He basically had to. And then I said, so what was really the problem here? He goes, oh, baby wipes. <laughs> I said, okay. So there you have so it. So there you have gentlemen. it. That was a really long the drawn out story, but the sorry, baby if wipe. you're still listening, here's what we're going to be talking about today. 
in kind of the same lane, sort of creation. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me see. Let me let me see you do that segue. No, we are going to talk about um, creation today because. So I'm reading. Speaking of creation, what are you drinking? What the hell is that? <laughs> Moringa. It looks like the toilet water we were just talking about. What is that? It's actually delicious. Try it. No, I don't want yep, that. Yep. Try it. So it's moringa. It is the most nutritious plant on isn't the. That, isn't that a dance that yes. Spanish people do? <laughs> yes, it's the most nutritious plant on the planet. Not bad. It's not bad. No. Um, and I feel freaking amazing when you I put have a shot this of in vodka the in there in the morning. I do. Mommy's a little helper. So, okay, so we're going to talk about creation. So we're listening to a book called Ask and It Is Given. Did I get that correct? <clears throat> you got it. All right. Uh, by Now, was it Esther and Jerry that wrote the book or was it Abraham? It or was, was it the cumulative no, it, it was, of- it was Abraham okay. because it is a, uh, okay. it's a transcript of Abraham. Okay, so- I mean, with Jerry's, Jerry's, Jerry's voice over. The first half of the book is- the um, the writings the writings and okay. the second half of the book okay. is uh, what do they call those the, the like principles that yeah you, I haven't you gotten there yet but okay so what is something that hit me in listening to this book is creation versus acquisition I remember many years ago when when Rob would like set a goal, hit a goal. They went to set another goal, hit another goal. And I remember saying to you, like, when will you be happy? Like, when will you stop trying to attain and attain and bigger and bigger? And this is kind of the theme in that we play into, I think, as Americans specifically. I mean, people in general, but I think Americans are a little more into this, you know, you get a house and then you get a bigger house and a bigger house and even bigger house. And then you sell it all and you downsize to a nicer, smaller house, but it's a more expensive house. And like, I think that as Americans, we do this chasing thing, whether it's the car you drive, the bag you carry, the shoes you walk in, there's always some sort of keeping up with the Joneses and you got to get better and better and better. And that was my perception of what Rob was doing. And it was kind of like, when will enough be enough? Right? Like you're here. We did, I just did it to you in California. Rob's like, we need, we moved here. This has been on the vision board for a decade. We moved here and he goes, let's make a new vision board. I was like, oh my God, can we just enjoy where we're at for a minute and a half? Like I, we're living the dream, you know, that was my perception. But here's what I learned in the book. What I learned is we are meant to create, not acquire. So I think there's a difference. I think that keeping up with the Joneses mentality is an acquisition, a, you know, sticking your flag in the next level of success. And I think that's very different than creation. So creation of your life versus the acquiring of new things although they're not mutually exclusive. Does that make sense, what I'm trying to say to you? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And actually, I had not heard you tell that story the way you just did, because inside of I me- I kept it fresh for today. Well, because inside of me, I was, I, I know that I was feeling an inspiration to, to do something. Let, let, me, let me put it this way. When, when I'm reading the book, what I'm realizing in that book is that we're all creators, right? And- 
we spend our life here on this earth feeling inspiration to create something and then hopefully taking action on that inspiration that is supposed to feel good, which is what, what, you know, the word inspire is, you know, of the spirit, right? So it's supposed to be a good feeling that comes from the universe. So we spend our lives feeling the inspiration and then taking the action. And when you just told that story about, you know, we had this vision, we wanted to come here, we came here, we're living a great life. It was really, there was what you said didn't ring true for me on one hand. It rang true for me logically, Mm -hmm. but it didn't ring true for me emotionally because in my gut, I was like, oh no, 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 I'm feeling, I'm feeling inspiration now to have a home that looks at the ocean. But when you said it that way, not just now, but when you said it back then, I was like, well, maybe I just need to be content and I just need to be content with where I am. And what I've learned in this book that you just really described well is that from the moment that we come out into the universe, into this world, we are going to have inspired actions until the day we die. There's going to be things that we want to do next. And there's two lessons there. One is it's never, because we're always going to be creating and we're always going to want to do what's next, you're never there. You're just, you're always just doing the next thing. But it's not about being, so here- here Which the, makes it more about enjoying the journey. Right. So that's, that's it. So there are some people that do the reverse, right? And they, they feel an inspiration to want something, whether it's a physical thing or a, a journey or something, but they feel like they should be satisfied where they're at and they don't go after it because they have money mindset issues or it's material it's in their head. They deem it as materialistic. But what they don't, here's what you don't realize on both sides. Whether you're someone that has inspirations and desires for things and you're holding yourself back, or if you're someone who has inspirations and desires for things, but you are under some illusion that when you attain that thing or acquire that thing, it will make you happy. You know, both are both are wrong. One second, both are wrong because it's not about becoming satisfied. That's not the end goal, and it is about embracing that inspiration. But it's about the journey and coming against the different obstacles, or the as she puts in the book, the contrast. Right, coming against those obstacles, learning the lessons. And feeling good in the creation of what you are trying to create, not just the end result. It's not supposed, you're not supposed to be unhappy when you're during your journey. That's not the goal. You're supposed to be happy. And so I can give you a really clear example. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. We refer to this a lot in the podcast. So you had a goal of 10 offices, 10 years, come to California, right? There is no joy and happiness in the journey of opening and selling 10 clinics. None. None. That is Actually, it was torture for me. It was me. torture. That is and not- And I wasn't, I wasn't good at it. It was mm-hmm. torturous. It wasn't in my lane. But that, okay, so that, but it was an end result. You were like, the end result of that will give me what I want. And so you were not finding joy in the journey. You were not happy in the journey. You weren't even trying to be happy in the journey. Therefore, that was never going to work. However, you have- 
a friend, Darren, who did do that. And loved it. And loves that journey. Not only loved it, is still friends with all the people that he saw and hangs out with them. But loves that the the opening and the dreaming and the getting the practice up and then the selling and the contract. He loves it. And so he is finding joy in that I didn't that even journey. want to go. He did it successfully. I didn't even want to go out to dinner and talk with him about it because I hated it. Yeah. I was but, like, I'll just go back on Monday and do it. But I remember going, well, why can all of they uh, them do it, but we can't do it? Because that wasn't something that you your creation, you were trying to create California, but you were taking the wrong journey to was, get there. I was on, my, my frequency was 98.6, <laughs> but California was 106.7. Right, but so it wasn't about that. So- now, when I look at, okay, what's the next thing we want or the next direction we want to go or the next thing we want to create, is that journey going to bring us joy? Can we find joy in that journey? Is there excitement and happiness in the journey, not just in the end result of what we're getting? Because the end result of what we're getting is not going to make us happy. I don't care if we have the most beautiful house looking at the ocean, that in itself is not gonna bring the joy. It's the journey of achieving it because you and I right now, every day we talk about how grateful we are to live here. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about this specific place. We talk about all of it. We talk about the house in the backyard, but mostly we talk about how we can't believe we did it. Mm -hmm. We talk mostly about the journey that we took to get here, the journey that we're going to write in our stupid idea time book. The, The path we took is what we often talk about. Yes, we talk about the weather and the house and the this and the that, but we mostly talk about, can you believe we finally did it? Can you believe this journey we took? And so we are now finding like retroactive happiness in that journey that we took to get here because it's about that, right? Where it's about finding that contrast, those obstacles, learning the lessons and enjoying that journey and allowing yourself to constantly expand and evolve without setting limits. Yeah, for sure. All of that, all of that is, is so true. When I think about, when I do these interviews with people and I ask them, what goal have you achieved that after you achieved it, you were like, it didn't give me what I thought it was going to give me. 100% of the time, the answer is all of them. Right. <laughs> right. Every single one. But it's not because the, and so I know that there are going to be people listening that lean on the, I don't need materialistic things in my life lane. And I think that they're, I think that's a cop-out. I think that they have inspirations and they want more too. But it's, if everybody can just get the one rule that whatever you want, if you can find the joy in the journey of achieving it, you will be way happier with the end result versus hoping and wishing that the end, that that house or that car or that thing or that whatever was going to bring you all the joy in the world because it's not. Yeah. Just on your comment a second ago, it it triggered me. I was listening to something in uh, Tim Ferriss uh, now has his Tribe of Mentors book. Um, if you love that book, but it's 400 pages and you're like, how am I going to get through it? He just literally had somebody 
um, put it on Audible. He doesn't read it. He doesn't read it. No, he, no, he's actually not a great reader. I, I've listened to oh, him that's read. Kind he of gets you to say. he get he gets super. He's he's just not. When you're an audio, people who listen to audiobooks know how important a narrator is. They need to almost be an actor. Yeah. to be able to you should do that to hit point. Well, thank you. Maybe that'll be your next act. Well, here's 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 what's interesting about it. One of the people in that book, to your point a second ago. Um, she was somebody who has been doing charity work um, for many, many years. And now she's teaching at Harvard and she tells all of the people that she's teaching, you know, they say, you know, when I get out of here, I just want to go help the world. She goes, you're broke. You're not going to do anything helping the world. Yeah. She goes, go out. She, so people say, should I go into the, the public sector or should I stay into the nonprofits? She said, go public, make a lot of money, and then use that yes. money to help a lot of people. Right. And I was like, that is the best freaking advice ever because you can't, um, you know, you can't help anybody from nothing. But start. I don't want to get too 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 far off topic. I just yeah. wanted I wanted to say that, and then um, I wanted to highlight one other area that you glossed over that I think is worth revisiting, and that's the area of contrast. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that you have a big goal, and we'll use a generic goal like I want to I want to buy a house, and I want to I, I want to buy a house that's you know on the ocean. Let's just say that that's your big goal. And along the way, you're going to look out at things that we're now going to call contrast. And the contrast is the contrast between what you want and what's actually in front of you. And you will have that contrast in your life all day long. You're going to have it with people. You're going to have it with your visualizations. You're going to have it with Give your beliefs. Give examples because this is, a, with with the word contrast, sometimes it's hard for people to grasp. So give me an example. Let's use, you want a house with an ocean view that is in Hermosa. Go, where's the contrast? I'm living in a two-bedroom apartment in Hoboken, New Jersey. I don't have a job. I am in debt and I'm holding this vision for a Southern California ocean view home. There couldn't be more contrast in your life than your current situation and the goal of what you want. So it's the difference between what you currently live and the goal that you want. And so your goal, your objective in that contrast is to still have the belief that you're going to attain or that that what your dream is coming to you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So you get a you get a bill and it's, you know, it's the electric bill and it says past due. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, how the hell am I supposed to dream about living on the ocean, looking out at the water um, and, you know, have a bill that is past due. Like I, 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 that, the contrast there is so great. And then people say, fuck it. And they just give up and they say, this is my situation. Let me handle the situation that I'm in. And, you know, taking contrast a step further, because I think we've illustrated the point now, you have to be able to, this is the big piece that I got. I always wanted to be over there. If you give me a strength finders test, my number one is futurist. I want to be somewhere else where I'm not. I can very, very easily tap into what I want my life to look like, what I want it to feel like. What do I do when the moment I wake up until the moment I go to sleep? I'm very, very good at that. It comes very natural to me. What doesn't come natural to me is my ability to have immense gratitude and joy for where I currently am. Isn't that funny? So your future and you're like, I want I want to be over there. I want a house that looks at the ocean. I want to wake up. I want to hear the waves. I want to see the sunset. I want that. Mm-hmm. 
I am over here like, aren't you just grateful to be here in California? Aren't you just grateful? No, if, if you stand on our front porch and you stand on one leg and pat your head and rub your belly, you can sometimes see the ocean between the houses down the street. You know, so on a clear day, on a clear day. So, <laughs> with our, the Santa Ana winds blowing just right. Right. But I'm like, aren't you grateful for where you're at? And so, this has actually been the conflict in our journey. It was like, you know, I want to get out of Atlanta. I hate Atlanta. Da, da, da. I'm like, but Atlanta kind of offers us a lot of things. Like, you're not grateful for what you have here. But who knew what we needed was the blend of both. I am so grateful for where we are right now in California. And we want to see the ocean every day from our house. Yeah. And it's it, and the bigger the contrast is, because right now there's not a huge contrast for us. Like we have a really nice place mm-hmm. and we want a really nice place. So there's not a giant. So what is there's, there is a contrast, what is but it's not giants. What is something in your life right now that has a contrast, a giant contrast? Is there one or... Well, every area has some level of contrast, but your point is is like, a, what's, like what a does big, have a big bigger one? one? Like when you were in Atlanta and mm, you wanted to come here, question. that was a big contrast, mm-hmm. and we had a lot of obstacles, and we had a lot of um, we had a lot of contrast on that. But like, so how does someone get into that space? They have to be grateful for where they are, yep, and be accepting and believe that what they want is coming to them at the same time. They have to maintain themselves in the high vibration of joy and gratitude and appreciation for all things. Right, but that's- And move towards the next goal. Yeah, but it's that middle piece that it's almost that full stop. If If you're not in the vibration of feeling really, really good and reaching for the next best feeling, let's use the two bedroom apartment in Hoboken. If you're not looking around and going, you know what though? I'm like 10 minutes away from New York. This is unbelievable. I can go into that city, cost me $2 to get on the subway and I'm in one of the best cities in the world. I've got the best food around me. This is Frank. This is where Frank Sinatra was born. I got the best food around me. I've got amazing friends. My parents love me. I got this. I got this car. It's not great, but I can go anywhere I want to go. It's it's. And you start looking at everything that's amazing, even though the contrast between that two bedroom shithole that you're in and the you know the castle in the sky looking at the ocean is so great. When you you're looking and vibing and you're just like, people are looking at you like, dude, this guy's crazy. Like he's almost on bankruptcy. He's got past due bills. Like he hates living in, in you know, he's in he's in a crappy two bedroom apartment, but he's always happy. He's always grateful. When you get there, if you can get there, you're gonna get to that ocean view home a hell of a lot faster because the frequency of that ocean view home, let's call it 106.7, is gonna be 106.7 in Hoboken, New Jersey. The faster you can get there without having it, that's the key because it's fucking hard to do. When you're in a situation, you're like, I hate this. You're All you're thinking about is where you wanna go and you're not looking at where you are and that's the piece. So walk around wherever your situation is you're always going to be creating. Because here's the thing, once you get the house that's looking at the water, you're going to want the airplane 
or you're going to, you're going to want, or, or, or the, the big house is going to be, I don't want a big house. I don't want to look at the ocean. It like salt eroded the whole damn place. I'm sick of cleaning <laughs> salt off the walls, right? There's going to be something. I want to live in Europe. And, I that's wanna- a, but, and my point with this was to say that that's okay. Mm-hmm. And to identify and know in advance that this is not about being comes, becoming satisfied, that creation doesn't end and that it's about embracing the inspiration that you have along the way and not trying to stifle it because you have some other beliefs about what that means. It's, it's about finding the joy, finding the inspiration, knowing in advance that, I mean, I could save a lot of marriages right now. Do you know how many wives are like, when will you be happy? You know, it's it's true. And maybe some husbands too that have some wives that are really trying to attain. I've had people say to us before, when will you guys be happy? We are happy. And we're going to continue to create because, because that's, that's what how, we're here for. That's what we're here for. We're here to continue to create. That was that was beautiful. You did a great job. You got one more thing before we go? Yep. I got something to tie it in a bow. When we were driving down the street, listening to this book the other day and having this conversation, I saw a quote or something painted and uh, on like a billboard or maybe it was on a, a building. I don't remember, but I thought it was perfect. So I wrote it down. Are you ready? Yep. Life is a mural painted. Life is a mural painted. Ooh. Do you like that? Really, I thought it was good for creation. That is really, really good. We're going to so, drop the mic there. Uh, for those of you that um, have been reaching out and asking us about when our next trip is with this whole COVID business, we are full steam ahead for Marrakesh, October 14th uh, to the 18th. Um, so if you're interested in that, go to workhardplayhardexperience.com, fill out an application, and we'll see if we're a good fit for each other. Other people are asking about coaching. I take on a few coaching clients uh, each year. You're I've got a full right now. I'm almost full, but I got uh, probably two spots. So if you're interested in becoming a coaching client, go to work hard, play hard, wait for it coaching.com. And the last thing is we are now on um, community. A, a, a community. So basically community is text. So community just interfaces into our phone and creates a text platform for us, which means that you can text us whenever you want. And, and we I will am answer loving you. this. So the whole thing with community is to really get to know you guys more and to get to know um, what you want, what, how we can help you and provide things that we're not providing on social media. And we are, we're doing some cool stuff. I actually sent out a community text the other day asking some people, you know, that have been along for this journey with us, what they would love to see in our book and what questions they have that they would love us to answer in the book. And I've got some awesome questions and some of them I think are actually really good for the podcast. So maybe next time we can hit some community questions. But if you want to text us, go ahead. Our number is one. <laughs> I don't know why I have to say that. I guess we have to say that if you're in another country. one three one zero three eight eight nine seven two four. Let me so, let me t- let me tell you this. This is what I love about it. So this yeah. morning I sent out an affirmation, right? To only the people that yes, want affirmations. Yes. So let's say that you're somebody that's like, you know, I don't give a shit about your affirmations. It's Monday morning. I don't need an affirmation from you. I got 30 texts coming in from business. I don't want that. Or let's say you're the opposite. 
And let's say you're like, oh, it's Monday. I'm, I'm making sales calls. I need, I need some good vibes coming my way. Well, guess what? If you don't want it, you're not going to get it. If you do want it, you are going to get it. So when you see us, it, um, opt into that phone number that Kim gave you. Okay. We I promise you, we're not going to spam you. You will get um, a text from us that will say, hey, on Monday, we send out an affirmation. Do you want to, do you want to get a Monday affirmation? Type the word affirmation. Okay. People who like you, who are listening to Friday right now, you may want to know that what's coming up this Friday, or we may want to know from you what you'd like us to talk about. But somebody who doesn't listen to Friday, but is interested in our travel, they don't have to hear about that shit. So community allows us to funnel out very, very specific conversations for people who want it and not give the people who don't want it. It's freaking ah, the it's, bomb. It is awesome. So go ahead and text us. And uh, if give you give the number one more time, I was going to say if you miss the number, you can always find it in our socials as well. Let me find it on my phone. All right. 1 3 Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.